Welcome to the Sports Experience. Da -da -da. In this very first episode of the Sports Wire, we'll be talking about the AFC West and their draft picks and what they're going to need to do to succeed. And at the end, we're going to talk about who will be the winner of the AFC West. Each team selected premium draft talent at positions of need. The Chargers led off in the first round with the number six overall pick, QB Justin Herbert. For the twelfth pick, the Oakland Raiders had selected Henry Ruggs, the wide receiver, who is the fastest receiver in the draft. Finally, the Denver Broncos selected Jerry Judy, wide receiver, at number 15 overall in the first round. And my favorite team, the Chiefs, selected Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I think. Hilaire. Hilaire or Hilaire? Hilaire. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at number 32 overall. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was the first running back picked in the 2020 NFL Draft, and he has proved to be a good running back at LSU, with Joe Burrow calling him the best teammate that he's ever played for. Now, is this correct? Probably not. He's probably wrong. Joe Burrow's played with both the Bosa brothers, which I can venture to say is they're probably better than Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Regardless, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is good in the shotgun, which is what the Chiefs primarily run. Of course, we're analyzing all of this assuming that the season will even happen, which let's hope it does, because that's the only reason you came here, to be distracted by sports. Let's analyze these draft picks. First of all, Justin Herbert is a gunslinger. He has a very good arm, similar to Patrick Mahomes' arm. Unfortunately, Justin Herbert is no Patrick Mahomes. For one thing, he's very inconsistent and didn't really post huge numbers. So is this a good draft pick by the Chargers? Yes, it is, because I, I don't think you want... Quarterback Tyrod Taylor is starting. Now, don't get me wrong, Tyrod Taylor is a very good quarterback. But, I mean, I wouldn't say he's starting quarterback caliber. Now, with the Raiders with Henry Ruggs. This was mainly a reach. I think there were better receivers on the board, like Jerry Judy and CeeDee Lamb. Now, of course, you have the argument that Henry Ruggs is a speed demon, and he has hands, just like Tyreek Hill. I noticed with AFC West, there are a lot of comparisons that can be made by players. Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes, um, Tyreek Hill and Henry Ruggs, just to name a few. Now, let's go on to the the, the, the Broncos draft pick with Jerry Jude. John Elway knew that he needed to surround Drew Locke with the best possible playmakers, so he drafted Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler, two wide receivers in the first and second round. Jerry Judy is a consistent playmaker, and he knows how to catch the ball, which is probably a good thing. He runs routes well, and he'll probably be a good asset for Drew Locke. Overall, I think, I think that Drew Locke has weapons surrounding him and will be a good contender for the AFC West title that the Chiefs have held on to for the past four years. Let's talk about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire for a minute. In 2019, he posted numbers of 1,414 1, rushing yards, and that was on a dominant Joe Burrow-led passing team. He scored 16 touchdowns and caught 50, 55 passes. This is a good pick, but I think the Chiefs could have gone after defensive players first. Because I think, why would you add more bullets to an already loaded weapon in terms of the Chiefs' offense? The Chiefs needed to build up on the defense, which they failed to do in the first round. So was this a good pick? I really don't know. Only time will tell at this point. But I, I feel like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire can be a good piece in the offense. However, it does beg the question of what we're going to do with Damian Williams. Will he be 
a backup running back or will he be traded or will he just be a placeholder until Clyde Edwards Hilaire comes on to his own and starts to wreck geez, other people's defenses I do think that Clyde Edwards Hilaire provides a useful distraction for Patrick Mahomes that was a big problem with the Chiefs offense two years ago when they lost to the Patriots in the championship round they did not have a good running back like Kareem Hunt to lead to lead distractions away from Patrick Mahomes. All the Patriots had to do was drop back and get ready for Patrick Mahomes to throw the football. But with Kareem Hunt, we were able to distract people enough to where it would open up enough holes in the passing game. It's what Dak Prescott does with Ezekiel Elliott as a distraction, and what the Rams used to do when they had Todd Gurley as a reliable weapon. People need a good running game and a good passing game for a good offense. I know that sounds cliche, of course, because obviously you need a good running game and a good passing game to have a good offense. But, I mean, it takes more than just a good running game and a good passing game to be successful. You need one thing to distract away from the other to open up holes for the other style of offense. Now, moving on to analyzing the Chargers draft pick, which is Justin Herbert, which we touched on a little bit earlier. Justin Herbert, I think, can either be a great quarterback or he's either going to be an awful quarterback. Same thing with Patrick Mahomes when he was coming into the draft. He was either going to be really great, a boom or bust kind of guy. Boom or bust. With the Chiefs, he boomed. What is he going to do with the Chargers, with Justin Herbert? Is he going to boom or is he going to bust? I think with Anthony Lynn, he's got a good chance of doing it. And he's got enough weapons on that Chargers team. He's got Austin Eckler to throw to out of the backfield. He's got Keenan Allen. He's got Michael Williams. Those are just some of the weapons that he has. He has Hunter Henry. He has... He's coming into a situation, though, where the biggest weakness of that offense is their O-line and now possibly their running game with the departure of Melvin Gordon. Can I think the big question here is, can Justin Herbert lead this dying offense to be a good air raid attack? Because at this point, you're not going to get a whole lot of yards running the ball with Austin Eckler. You're going to get a ton of yards throwing into Austin Eckler, which is what the Chiefs struggled to do against in that Mexico game last year. However... Will, it's just a big question of can Justin Herbert lead? He's coming out of Oregon. He he just needs to be able to lead this team to a place where they can be in a reasonable spot to contend with the Chiefs for the AFC West title. Let's transfer over to the Silver and Black Brigade. The Oakland Raiders selected Henry Ruggs III in the 12th round, uh, the 12th pick of the draft. Sorry. They mainly selected him because of his speed which I think this is probably Al, Al Davis rising up from the dead and making this draft pick, because this is resembles probably most of the Raiders' old draft picks. Now, with the with Henry Ruggs, I think the thing that sets him apart for most speed demons is his hands. He doesn't drop many passes, and especially, but he didn't get many targets because he was being overshadowed by Jerry Judy at Oklahoma. Anyway, I think this is still a reach for the Raiders. They could have gone out and CD Lamp if they really wanted to, I think this is the Raiders trying to replace Amari Cooper, who they got rid of a couple years back. And I think they just needed to wait and get C.D. Lamb, who eventually went over to the Cowboys. Jerry Judy was selected by the Broncos in the 15th pick of the NFL Draft. Jerry Judy is most highly honored for his agility and his route-running ability. This is a very good pick by the Broncos, because if the Broncos want to gain stride against the Chiefs in the offseason, they needed to get weapons for Drew Locke to throw to. This is the first step in dethroning the Chiefs, and I can't wait to see the Broncos versus Chiefs matchups later in the year. They also acquired Melvin Gordon over the offseason, which was a very good pick, 
Now the duo of Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon is going to be almost unstoppable, especially by a weak Chiefs run defense. Finally, at the end of this episode, here are my predictions for the winner of the AFC West and who will come before them. Of course, at number one, I have to go with my favorite team, Kansas City Chiefs, the clear favorites, the Super Bowl champions, go Chiefs. <laughs> and number two in the AFC West, I'm predicting the Denver Broncos to come in second, just because the addition of Jerry Judy, plus I think Drew Locke's going to be pretty good, Jarrell Casey and Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay, Corton Sutton, all of those people are going to be great assets for the Broncos. They're going to come in second. I do predict them to make it to the wild card, though. So, Broncos fans, you can celebrate because they're going to the playoffs. Number third, the Oakland Raiders. Just putting here because I think they'll be better than the Chargers. Because number four, the Chargers are last place in the AFC West. The Chargers are suffering from a lackluster O-line. Not a very good running back crew, except for Austin Eckler, who is primarily a cash passer. And not, and just not, just not good enough. <laughs> I forgot to mention earlier in the episode, the Chargers drafted Kenneth Murray, a linebacker, uh, later in the round, first round. I think he'll be good. He's, he strengthens the defense with pass rushers of Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram. But I think the main takeaway from the Chargers, which I'm very glad about, is now there's not two Melvin Melvins on the team. Melvin Gordon, Melvin Ingram. I'm glad that's happening. Anyway, those are my predictions for the AFC West, and that was me uh, talking about football that might not even happen next year. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for the next episode.